0: Well, hello again, everybody, and welcome to the Weirdly Magical podcast with Jen and Lou. And I am Lou. I'm an astrologer and writer, and uh, the writer of the book Modern Astrology, Harness the Stars to Discover Your Soul's True Purpose. And you are?
1: And I'm Jen, and uh, I'm an Akashic reader, healer, numerologist, and creator of the illuminating journey cards that
0: i have right here (laughs) well we're going to get jen to pull a a card in a minute but there's a couple of little housekeeping details to go over first uh jen and i are actually offering a um webcast webinar training whatever you want to call it (laughs) called recreate wholeness in 2019 That will not only kind of be a forecast for 2019, looking at the astrology of the year and into um, a big month in January 2020, but there'll also be um, shamanic journey work in it and messages from the Akashic Records. And we're also going to provide a PDF for everybody that joins us. Um, for you to keep that will have all key dates and um, some prompts for you throughout the year so you don't have to listen to the webinar every time it will be recorded Um, everybody who signs up will receive the recording of the webcast and it's just $25 to join Um, so if you would like to join us please go to either my facebook um, Louise Eddington astrologer or um, Jen Illuminate eight Do you still post it on there, Jen, or just on your personal mm-hmm.
1: profile? Personal page, Jen Dishen,
0: yeah, or personal, my personal profile too. So, with Jen Dishen, Louise Eddington, also my Facebook group, Planetary Magic Cafe, which is a free group, and Jen's, which is. <laughs>
1: my club of the woo woo weirdos of the world (laughs) i posted there so it's also a free group
0: yeah Yeah. but you know you can also email us um you know if you um if you have trouble finding the link if you want to join us just let us know um i'll post a link in the podcast um description too but um i know it depends how you access that with as to whether you can see it okay um there's also weirdly magical podcast at gmail.com you can email for the link if you want to join us so i hope you do we're very excited to offer it it's going to be two plus hours long and it's going to be jam-packed full of helpful tips and hints to uh, make the most of what's going to be quite a tremendous year
1: yeah yes (laughs) indeed While we're on the housekeeping for people who like our podcast or watch on YouTube, be sure to follow us, subscribe, like, and leave us a um, review if you enjoy what we do.
0: Please do. The more kind of um, likes and things we get and reviews, the better, the more we get noticed. So you can help us. Thank you so jen would you like to pull a card to get us started before we look at the chart for this
1: indeed i already pulled a card and it's this one the 23 soul portal card and uh for those of you who can't see this is a uh there's the um sphinx on a sandy bed with a woman with a peacock dress and there's a uh, pheasant. Oh, it's a pheasant dress and a pheasant there with crystals and fire and in the background some pyramids uh, with mountain. And so this is very much kind of an Egyptian energy. Uh, the, The actual number 23 is considered the most powerful number in the numerology because it's the number of the um, courage or making us understand the power of life. Mm -hmm. And this card has to do with the riddle or connecting to how we travel into wherever we're going, into the depth of our journey, what we're willing to do to get where we're going. So this is kind of one of these cards that makes us stop and um, pay attention. Mm. And there's also the symbol here is the um, the Venus, the way Venus travels. So that's kind of an interesting uh, symbol. Venus, is that, is, that Venus a, is,
0: is that an eagle on top of the um, pyramid? Oh yes,
1: there? and there's an eagle on top of the pyramid there. So it's mm. it really is an an indu- induction, you could say, into your power or your willingness to go on this journey. That you're taking now
0: and i love how the cards always match up with the um astrology of the lunation that we're looking at so this is a very deserty card and very arid um as you can imagine well you've if you've seen pictures of the sphinx and the pyramids in egypt and and this um and it's also, it's a pheasant, but it also looks a bit um, phoenix-y, which is <laughs> kind of what I wrote about today on my post, kind of weird phoenixes. But this astrology, uh, this new moon upcoming is um, in Aquarius. The chart is actually, um, the new moon is at 15 degrees and 45 minutes of Aquarius on February the 4th at 9.04 p.m. Universal Time. That's London time. The new moon is also conjunct Mercury, which is at 19 degrees of Aquarius and black moon Lilith, true black moon Lilith. I use at 20 degrees of Aquarius and it's aspecting Jupiter in Sagittarius. So we have air. Aquarius is an air sign and fire in Jupiter in Aquarius. So fire in air is very drying, very arid. So that the card ties in perfectly. Um, <laughs> I, also, I, always, I also think as well, um, you mentioned a riddle with the card. I always think Aquarius energy is, is a kind of very riddle kind of energy because it's all about making these connections, um, these kind of out-of-the-box connections and um, and um, really kind of thinking differently and being very kind of unique. But we'll talk more about that energy in a minute. Um, one And really the only other couple of things I want to mention in the chart before we just talk about the whole thing is this new moon is coming very shortly after an exact aspect between Saturn in Capricorn. Which is and Saturn is the traditional ruler of Aquarius and Neptune in Pisces. So we'll talk more about that. And also Chiron is at the last degree of Pisces on this lunation before moving into Aries. And Uranus is about to move into the last degree of Aries. So I think they're the main things that we're going to talk about in the chart for and for the numbers for this lunation. So do you want to dive in, Jen? Sure, that's interesting. What just caught my eye is that Mars is at 23,
1: which is the number I just spoke about and um, in Aries. And, and so I find
0: Aries, Aries. Yeah. Mark, his sister. <laughs> oh yes, yes,
1: that's right. They both are 23. So yeah. that's very powerful because this uh, number of 23 is this energy and the number 23 actually resonates to the word life. Uh, so it's reminding us to be alive. We must have courage. Like we have to trust our instincts. We have to trust the messages. You know, if you think about going to like in the court, if you think about going to the permits, there's a very mystical, magical quality there, but it's also very real right? You can touch it, but it's also bringing you messages from other places and uh, living in the moment, which means that, uh, you know, we become the breath and we own the moment. And that's what the five is. Two plus three is five. So that's very interesting that, you know, I, I just feel, and we talked about this before, how the male aspects are supporting this new age of, you know, the female taking her place so it's it's quite a beautiful dance the the numbers that uh, I was just thinking about the numbers before we you know when I was looking at the um the map before I got on here and what's very interesting is so we're in this 2019 it's a 12 year so when you have 12 you have one and two right Mm-hmm. In the numbers, and one and two make three, so you have one, two, three, so there 's this energy of a step by step process that we 're going through it 's a very deliberate energy we 're walking into a new time we don 't know what to do, so we have to be uh, kind of literal in how we translate the the messages or the energies we 're getting, so we have that one, two, three. This moon is happening on the fourth, right. Mm. Uh, so which is uh, powerful so we have a four this is a 14 five months so we have a five and then we have the 15 degrees so we have a six so we have one two three four five six that's amazing for this lunation it really is quite incredible to think about it it really is the um, movement of going forward in a very deliberate way like we are on path to create something and so we have to be deliberate we have to consider our focus connect the dots get playful joyful as well as be willing to be curious and make mistakes as we start to create a new foundation and then uh breathe life into it, be daring and adventurous. We have this habit of when we're doing things or creating things that we think it's fixed and things can't change. Well, it's fixed and it has to be able to be flexible too, right? When you put the foundations around, we've got to have rooms so you can have windows and doors, etc., in the house. And the six, this 15 is a very powerful alchemical number that allows us to uh, bring or be of service in a high divine way. So uh, it's, it's just a beautiful matchup. And I think it's quite incredible that we're having this for this uh, new moon.
0: Mm. And, you know, astrologically, the, the big lineup of, of the sun and the moon at 15 degrees Aquarius, Mercury at 19 and Lilith at 20, it is, brings in a very wild kind of energy to me. Um, you know, Lilith is really the our wild part of us. Um, it's kind of this wild, untamed energy. Mercury is our mind, our perceptions, our communication. Um, as I said, Aquarius is um, an air sign, which is of the mind. So I think... Um, to talk about the overall energy of Aquarius before I move to the other aspects Aquarius is this is a fixed sign so, and it 's this weird kind of uh, weird is a great word for Aquarius anyway it's a weird, it's a weird mix of conservatism and an innovation and the modern and the new and and f- visions and that kind of brings me back to your card as well because you know I, I've i long said that as we move into the age of Aquarius we are bringing in the old ways in a new way and this mm. is another step in it I think you know this this mm. bit kind of conflagration of energy in Aquarius and of course then it's aspecting almost exactly Jupiter in Sagittarius which expands everything and is about exploration and um and higher learning and all that Mm -hmm. kind of thing I think you know if if people are not being kind of pulled to explore um some kind of higher kind of learning and things like that, whether it's um, through reading or study or, or just kind of just thinking, you know, um, I think that they're kind of missing a trick on this new moon. It's very, very innovative, very um, out of the box, very exploratory, um, very optimistic too, I think with all that fire and air. Um, and just to say, Aquarius is often described as the water bearer, and I do want to remind people that the water bearer is not pouring water down onto the earth it 's pouring spirit from the heaven down onto the earth, so we 're really connecting with the planets to my mind <laughs> this one as well Uranus um, and Aquarius always uh, feel like the planets to me, kind of them working together. Um, I've got lots more to say, but let's let Jen come back in.
1: So. <laughs> yeah, it, it, to me, it's the ethers, right? I think of it as yeah. the ethers. This energy of, uh, you know, it's the steam that happens, fire and water, which makes this energy of uh, uh, what is invisible, right? It's the idea that the invisible and the imagination uh, is pours into our world and having this mix of. Um, you know, the sun and moon plus Mercury, which is helping uh, us, right? It's the mercurial quality of helping us understand that we're receiving this information and what we're going to do with it, mm-hmm. uh, as well as Lilith, which, of course, she is the, the, the energy, the primordial energy that reminds us of our wholeness. Mm-hmm. And um, interesting, Mercury's at 19 degrees, that's a one. I think we also have um, Venus at one. so uh, And, you know, our 19 year, that's one. So highly significant having this 19. It's reminding us that this is about beginnings and endings. Mm -hmm. There is also our universal day for this is an 18. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's uh, um, also significant. Jupiter's at 18. And 18 is the number of letting go of that ego-based idea that we know the way it's supposed to be. Like part of this Aquarian energy to me is like, we're looking at like, oh yes, science. Science is going to give us all the answers. But we've looked to science and science has kind of tricked us, right? I mean, there's this idea that, oh, we can prove everything with our rational mind. I'm going to show you that this is true. And there's a lot of people out there right now who are using this kind of idea of rationality uh, I saw this funny joke and I posted it on my uh, page where this guy is saying to another guy, do you believe in aliens? And the guy goes, no. He says, well, why not? I've never seen an alien. And then he goes, well, do you believe in God? And the guy goes, yes. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that's the, that's right. <laughs> like, oh, okay. I can believe in God, but I don't believe in aliens. So it's that kind of fixed mind thing. Like we're, Our mind's being closed and our ego is deciding that that's not possible. There's no way this can be true. I refuse to accept that because it's somewhere out there. It's so ridiculous. It's only in your imagination. But it's our imagination that changes the way we see things and allows us to take the best of what's coming in and use the best of, like what you were saying, Lou, the idea of this... You know, the mix of Saturn and Uranus, the rebel and the um, the uh, the shape, if you will. Like, what's the shape? Like, remembering this is a full day. There's a lot of that energy of the Capricorn energy of getting things done, taking those steps up the mountain, right, mm-hmm. to get to the top. And that's the exaltation, is being on the journey to get to that view, to the amazing thing, I did it. But the only way you can do it is if you, you know, go up the mountain. And a very interesting thing about going up the mountain is that people say, I haven't done it myself, but this is what I've heard, like if you go, if you climb like Mount Everest for instance, because of the um, altitude of the mountain, you climb up for a day and then you have to go back to base so you can adjust back and forward. So you get used to the altitude. And so if we think about Aquarius, that's kind of an altitude thing, right? You're, you're, you're doing the climbing up the mountain, but you also have to go back to base to Reacclimatize so you can climb a little bit more and then come back, climb a little bit more. And this is what this is to me is about. It's about really understanding everything's changing. So what are we taking? Are we just going to reject it all? Are we just going to hold on to things that are fluff? Uh, you know, we have to find that balance between the rules and uh, this idea of allowing imagination to lead us through this journey.
0: And it's you know taking the best of the structures we already have really isn't it it's it's taking them forward yes. way and you know to to go back to the Saturn just to k- kind of um, s- reflect on something Jen said about Saturn and Uranus. that's the traditional and modern rulers of Aquarius, but um Saturn, as I mentioned at the beginning, is in its own sign. we've got so many planets in their own sign at the moment. <laughs> and saturn is um aspecting uh neptune in in pisces just before this lunation and um so this is bringing neptune in pisces neptune also rules pisces again so extra strong has been there for a long time and it really i i see neptune in pisces as spiritualizing us we're kind of um you know a lot more people are talking about spirituality rather than religion and um and about faith and in a different way than um we've been used to kind of under the patriarchy but saturn in capricorn is making it real it's bringing it down to earth and making it very practical so again we've got this mix of um kind of the the collective unconscious and um, and the mystical, if you like, but but also this solidity. So there's a lot of um, of bringing everything together, if you like. And I love that Saturn is at 15 degrees of Capricorn, Neptune is at 15 degrees of Pisces, and the Moon and the Sun are exactly at the midpoint of those two. Um, between those two signs at 15 degrees as well. So we've got this perfect symmetry of bringing them together into the Aquarian new moon, in my opinion. Um, So, yeah, that's one thing I wanted to mention. I also, um, you know, do want to mention that um, Jupiter, which I've already talked about, is aspecting this um, new moon in Sagittarius, again, in his own sign, We have three exact Jupiter-Neptune squares this year and they're very much the same energy. Talking of traditional and modern rulers, Jupiter was the traditional ruler of Pisces. Neptune is the modern ruler of Pisces. So these squares are very much about faith and belief this year. But each Jupiter-Neptune square is um, followed by a Saturn-Neptune sextile. That we have on this new moon making it solid bringing it back down to earth in how we're gonna bring it into our new rules basically
1: yeah and what's fascinating is it's kind of like it makes me think of the bellows right or whatever mm-hmm. there's energy coming in and then or like a snake who eats a rat or whatever right it's like mm-hmm. this big whole thing and then it needs to be digested and then a big whole thing and then it needs to be digested I mean, This is it, like the universe is helping us move through these steps Mm -hmm. uh, and not just not flinging us like wildly out there, even though we feel that sense of loss or we feel that sense of I'm not sure where I'm going. Mm -hmm. uh, I think many of us, myself included, since the the, uh, eclipse we just had, the lunar eclipse, uh, feel more... Open and more relaxed about this uncertainty, because we are being guided. the certainty is that uh, we, we follow the steps we, we follow the path, we expand and and contract, just like the universe is leading us uh, what 's interesting about the fifteen, besides the fact that this is a, this highly alchemical number is of course uh, fifteen degrees is the center of the um, what do you call of the house mm. and um if fixed yeah, the middle the gate, yes, yeah exactly and aquarius is one of the fixed ones which the, in the ancient system that was the gateways the four fixed uh, gateways or doorways and so aquarius is one of them and i believe it's called you know people call it the avatar uh, something avatar because this is about creating something new right it's an avatar it's something that has not been created or it's something that is universal uh or that's how i see avatar so it's an avatar portal but in the ancient when you look at i think it's on the world card in tarot mm-hmm. you have the four uh, beings right you have the bull you have the lion you have the um, the scorpion, I think it is, and the angel. So the Aquarian one is the angel. Mm-hmm. Do I have it right? The scorpion. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's uh, those. They actually have names and everything. So uh,
0: I can't remember actually. So.
1: It's scorpion. It's the scorpion um, one, but I don't remember the. I'm pretty sure it's the scorpion for Scorpio, but. For Aquarius, it's the angel, the face, right? It's this, when you think about that energy coming in, right? It's that the bringing us the, the magic or the, the invisible into us. And they say that this degree, um, when you have this 15 degree of um, the fixed signs, specifically Aquarius, I think, is this idea that it sparks your imagination, that it gives you a, a, a momentum. To go forward because if you think about it i think it's all the gateways right if you're thinking about this idea that they're these gateways that would lead us into the kind of deepening our experience mm. uh, and allowing us to connect in a new way we are going to have that uh, spark or that allowance that magical things or accidental things happen uh, that's very interesting and remembering that we're in a 14 month that's a five the one and a four is a five and this is about not only having uh, with all these five showing up right it's about unexpected things it's about change it's about freedom it's about recognizing what needs to stay and what needs to go and how we can have an adventure an experience mm-hmm. with the 14 of course we're at the space where we're describing how we feel we're talking about it we're mentioning our experiences especially if we talk about the spiritual when you were talking about when lou was talking about this idea of the um, neptune expanding spirituality with uh, jupiter right and and learning and understanding and increasing that energy it really allows us to express the wonder of what we're experiencing and going, you know, I'm not going to uh, let other people tell me to keep quiet or this isn't happening. Oh, you're just imagining it. Yes. I'm imagining it because that's where the power comes from our imagination. That's where we create. And so there's that speaking energy that's coming out that we're going to hear things that will surprise us and shock us and, and, um, make us go, I, right, I've had enough of that kind of um, acceptance on my part. I'm going to go for what I want. And so there's a lot of energy that's stirred up when these gates are touched.
0: So I just want to talk about the 15 very quickly again. I forgot mm-hmm. to mention at the beginning that this is one of a series of new moons at 15 degrees. Oh, yes. Yeah. And, and um, just as we're having a series of five full moons at zero degrees, this is, um, I think, is this the fourth or third? I don't now. Well, this is one of seven. I looked it oh, up yesterday. One of seven. One of seven. One of seven yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: The, the new moon says seven and it started
0: in October. So I think this is the fifth. And, and um, I think I've mentioned before that I see 15 degrees uh, to add to everything that Jen said. Because it's the middle degree, I kind of see it as a fulcrum, like a pivot point. Like we're moving, you know, from the beginning part of the sign to the second part of the sign. And um, I always find that everything that um, when we have lunations or some major event at the 15 degrees, then it's a turning point. So we're getting this series of turning points to add to this series of limitless possibilities with the zero degree full moons. We're really kind of shifting into a different um, time rapidly now. Mm. You know, Pluto's going to go into the sign of Aquarius, where this lunation is in March 2023. And um, a lot of astrologers believe that kind of that's really when the age of Aquarius kicks in, we've kind of been in this birthing of this new paradigm um, for quite, for a long time. Um, But once Pluto hits it and follows Saturn and Jupiter into it, um, you know, I think it's really going to, we're really going to start to feel the difference and the new age, but this is part one of the turning points um, moving towards that. And then, of course, the the other, the modern ruler of um, this lunation, Uranus, is on this um, lunation is at 28 degrees and 57 minutes of Aries. But he's very soon going to move back into Taurus, where he dipped his toe in, if you like, a a while back. Um, He moves um, on March the 6th back into Taurus for seven years So we've got that energy shift coming not long after this lunation as well. And Chiron will be moving very soon into Aries, finally. So um, we've got a lot of changes. And Jen mentioned the word freedom. So there's there's a lot of freedom from kind of old patterns and things like this on this because uranus uh, sorry aquarius is a very free sign um sagittarius is all about freedom and exploration so there's a lot of breaking free energy i feel um overall um not to mention the fact we've just had eclipses on um the south node of uh, in <laughs> Capricorn, which is also a point of breaking free of the old rules. So, but it's not throwing them out with the dishwater as um or the bathwater, water, as Jen said. It's um mm. it's it's really about taking the best and leaving what no longer works behind. So.
1: Yeah, and a lot
0: of this is up to us.
1: Like what are we engaging in and where we're we putting our attention? And I think it's really interesting that uh Uranus is the twenty-eight degrees, is it that's a one too Uh, and I know I mentioned a couple of other ones which is about focus and new beginnings and uh, the 28 specifically is about breaking away from betrayal so uh, because many times we go like oh I started again this new year look I tried it doesn't work but We have to approach this with an innovation. It's not going to work if we try the same old things again, if we think the same way. So all of these things, these planets, Pluto especially, is helping us here, Saturn. I mean, all of them are, not just Pluto, but all of them are working, like working the poison out of our systems this idea of how it's supposed to be this kind of robotic response and it's interesting because aquarius is about robots and ai right it is about all these new ideas but we have to be smart about the stuff because for me i believe that when you create robots uh, it's all great like oh here we got these robotic beings and are going to do what we want but in the end Everything has a life form. So even the robots that we create become real. They be, they take on an energy. They take on a a um what do you call it like a beingness. So mm-hmm. and we can't just uh um throw up our hands like we have and said, I'm not gonna take care of it, I don't want to be responsible. Saturn is pushing us to be responsible as well. Um and the fifteen, the other thing about the fifteen is very interesting, is that it's a number of love, family love, connecting to what we love, doing things from love. I've been hearing people talking more and more about service. And I believe that Uranus is a service number. Uh, And it is about this idea of... um, doing things and making choices because we're here to be of service what what we you know ultimately that's our greatest uh, experience with others is to do what we're here to do to share who we are in a truth so that we're not feeling resentful and we don't feel pinched and so that everything starts to flow you know it's almost like when Lou was talking it's like I see this key turning like but it's turning one like kind of piece at a time you know how when it hits those little knobs it keeps turning it doesn't it's just it's not like it's the tumblers it's not just like one loop but it's like this slow tumbler you're hitting so you hit the point you're actually making connection you're standing on the step You're going yes i can feel this i know what's happening i'm relating to it i'm kind of putting my mark on this step or this tumbler movement and we're all kind of doing that and we're all beginning to move together because we're creating something new Mm. which is very exciting the other thing about the the 15 aquarius that uh, apparently i don't know this is what they say is it's the number of well Aquarius is about hopes and wishes Mm. and so 15 is the one that kind of kicks it in right There's a, uh, kicks in that energy,
0: um,
1: which is kind of fascinating to think here. We have this opportunity to bring in our hopes and wishes. And I think if we can be more real about it, like there tends to be, or has been, you know, we've looked at things like, I want that house, or I want that brand, or I want that thing that, uh, Everyone else says I'm supposed to have. (laughs) And here with all this truth energy coming through, like, you know, Jupiter in Sagittarius, to me, that's very much a true uh, energy. I think Capricorn, uh, Saturn in Capricorn. What's that?
0: Meaning, what has meaning is a great thing. Jupiter in Sagittarius, too. Yeah. That's
1: right. So, you know, so it makes sense that we actually are choosing things or having hopes and wishes about things that... Enhance the idea of being of service. Of seeing your, your life, your business, your your expression as something of service—not like you're a servant, but more like you're expressing the divine through your
0: exuberance and your practicality. And I will say, um, Aquarius as well is a very humanitarian sign. So this is not just—it's not just service to people; it's service to the earth. We're seeing—we're beginning to really see a much bigger focus on how can how can we do our part to um to heal what we've done to the planet really you know um with our kind of uh, manifest destiny and dominion kind of control of everything and rape of the earth and with uranus the modern ruler of aquarius moving into taurus you know just four weeks after this uh, new moon I think there's going to be a even bigger focus on how can we think out of the box. I wouldn't be surprised if there's some new inventions coming up, um, oh, you know, yeah. um anytime Definitely. soon, <laughs> to, you know, in the area of ecology. Um, and, and yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Cause it's very inventive as well. So we've got that humanitarian, uh, kind of element to it. Um, mm. We've got the freedom side of it. We've also got the business side of it. Jen and I were talking, and that will show up when Jen reads the Sabian symbol, um, the business side of Aquarius, because it does represent um, business to a degree. And organizations, um, I think we're going to see a lot of how can we do this differently? How can we do business differently? it's it's very unique Aquarius it likes to find new ways of creating old things better so um yeah
1: yes and on that note it's the um I think what's interesting is this idea of um enlightened leadership right Mm -hmm. we've had like unenlightened leadership or heavy, it's like a heavy metal leadership. And now we're looking at ways to kind of lighten it up and bring this energy in and people going, and especially because we know a lot of this is about women, right? Mm-hmm. Again, you know, we always make that caveat as we're not saying anything bad about men. In fact, there are a lot of enlightened men coming through, which is wonderful. Uh, but we all have that feminine energy, and it's true that a lot of women are great problem solvers, because women tend to look at how can we, instead of blaming or oh, shaming and stuff, uh, although there are a lot of men that do that too, we just kind of go, how can we fix this? And maybe it's not so much whether we're male or female, but how we think how much uranus energy or aquarian energy we have in us or right mm-hmm. that spark of jupiter like wow what can we do to make this different yes this is how it was let's go forward let's change things um so it is uh, it's going to be hard for people who are wanting to hold on to the old things which doesn't mean they're not going to be able to express what they express we still have to deal with them like they're just not going to go away right yeah um You know, they haven't come up with an invention yet to silence them or move them away. So we have to go with it. (laughs) We do. (laughs) Yes. But I think the more we recognize, like, wow, these people are saying things that are hot air. They're Mm -hmm. talking about lies and things that don't resonate. The more we recognize, like, these people have a problem. So we're not going to change them, but we can move away from them and start doing things around them. Like, just start doing whatever we believe in. bring in these ideas of putting our money into these inventions in these ideas that not so much, because in a lot of inventions tend to be like about how can I make more money or how can I have a gadget? But this is more about what can we do to really renew sources and mm. think differently about how we live every day in this environment. Um, I saw an some movie or something uh, the other day and one of the interesting things they were talking about was one of those spiritual movies and it was about how we have typically been trained to to try to use the energy people have over them right we're trying to control other people's energy by using it up and we have to learn how to expand our own energy uh, mm-hmm. So we're in relationship to everything without needing to prove ourselves. And I think that's really uh, very relevant
0: at this time. I hadn't planned on talking about this, but as we talked, I was like, um, I'm just going to look at Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's chart. And for those of you not in the USA, you may have heard of her. She's a newly er elected representative from the Bronx in New York and um i just thought i'm just going to have a quick look at <laughs> what's going on in her chart because we have got her birth time now and um one an astrologer actually asked her on twitter and uh, she actually gave it Woo. but anyway <laughs> this wow. uh, this lunation um her north node is at 24 degrees of aquarius okay and her rising sign is fifteen degrees of Sagittarius. So this lunation wow. hitting her. And I don't know if anybody uh if you if you watched her speech at the women's march, Jen, did you? Um No, I didn't. I didn't have a chance yet, but I'll have to go. She actually it. talked about shaking the table. <laughs> so oh, this, yes,
1: I think I heard that part.
0: Yeah. So and this new moon is really shaking the table and talking about yes. the you know, I don't want to make it all about her, but she's just a, a representative of the energies, I find. Um, an excellent one of the current energies. Um, you know, she um, we're talking about business. It all can also mean how we govern as well. And she's talking about shaking up the tax system and changing up things. And then there's another guy who's also talking, and I actually looked at his chart, and I think it's being triggered on this as well. He's talking about things like universal basic income mm-hmm. now it doesn 't matter what you with what you think of these things it's just that these different ideas and let's let's change how we do this they're all being um, you know brought into our psyche collective psyche at the moment um, and I'm sure only some of them will come to pass, but it's the fact that people are thinking differently about how can we move forward. For the good of humanity and the earth that 's the point
1: yeah, we want to be good stewards, and this is an excellent point that these people are helping to bring ideas into the world, like remembering they 're getting these ideas from their imagination or from source, however you want to think about it, and bringing it in and if there 's enough people, you have the tipping point, and those are the things that actually shape us and, and change us but More importantly, I think, especially for this month and this nation, is this idea that we are being generous with our words. We're speaking about ideas instead of about complaining about what's wrong and what we don't like. We're actually starting to generate and and kind of connect, you know, the wiring between us by going, yes, this is what about this, and I could do this, and I'll contribute this, and I'll bring this. However it is, we're being... Uh, encouraged to do that, so it 's great to have role models out there in the government, especially because this is a time when uh, old governance is not working anymore, so you know who is going to change it? It has to be the ideas, the imagination, people that are willing to stand up and of course, this whole year is about finding the joy. You yeah, shaking the table, but not like, not like it used to be. Like, even I noticed when I went to the march on Saturday, you know, the women's March last year, it was very tense. And I mean, it was, it was wonderful. It wasn't like there was any, you know, there was a lot of fever and energy and it was great, but it was very uh, kind of stern in a way. People were like, Oh, we've had enough but this year. It felt very light and it felt very happy mm. um, people were like yeah we've won we know we've moved past that you know Mm -hmm. even maybe they weren't uh, articulating it that was the feeling i got that people know like we have overcome these old ways of thinking we're downtrodden and so once we've you know kicked up above that we then go into these places where we can actually create and be in joy and know that none of these people that are trying to suppress us or steal our energy and control us can really have any control over
0: us. So it's maybe powerful I'll go next year. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to a women's March yet.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Well, maybe anything can happen.
0: So but maybe if, is... maybe if the mood has shifted, I will go. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, I found it very different. So I, I was, it was very interesting. I was very light. The energy was wonderful. Mm. I also wanted to mention something uh, for people that are into the, um, the ancient kind of wheel that uh, this year, this new moon actually falls on in bulk, which is pretty rare. Uh, mm-hmm. In bulk is actually, they usually give it a date, but the true in bulk is when uh, um, Aquarius is at 15 degrees. That is because that's the quarter points between the equinox and solstice. Mm-hmm. So um, that's uh, pretty amazing because in bulk is the uh, festival of. Um, the spring and it's uh, the goddess is bridget and it's actually like the priestess uh, uh, the empress in the tarot because it's about planting the seed and being pregnant with possibility Mm. Uh, so that's pretty awesome to have that uh, energy and then on the fifth we have the chinese new year which is the year of the pig this is the earth pig
0: and it's my year
1: oh is it (laughs) Oh, how exciting. Oh, you're a pig. I didn't know that. So that's really, oh, wonderful. Pigs are are very happy and they love um, socializing and that they're also, um, you know, uh, happy people, but they're also uh, very um, hardworking. You know, they're, and they're, tend to be very lucky and good with money and business so that's good right but it's like it's good we're having this energy right this energy of change and joy this idea like you know pigs have a lot of fun like we always talk about pigs in the what do they say pigs in the the, (laughs) trough yeah pig in muck right like this is kind of where we are in this year right we've got to get in the muck we can swim around we can have fun this is what we're talking about jumping in and 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 you know trying all different things eating different things and 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 enjoying the social aspect of connecting with our world in a whole different way
0: yeah absolutely yeah i'm kind of excited about this year jupiter return pig year Woo! (laughs) of course Jupiter is aspecting this new moon and it's sitting right between my Jupiter and my sun but anyway enough about me
1: (laughs) it is is exciting because you know it's just like you know it's this positive aspect that we all have access to like even though not all of us are pigs we all have access to the energy because those people that are pigs By the way, it's the 12th sign of the zodiac. So that's very interesting because we're in a 12 year as well. So that's another interesting point. But I think the point is when we enjoy other people's enjoyment, right? Mm -hmm. When we enjoy watching the pigs getting in the mud, then maybe we can get in the mud too with them. We get the benefit of people being in their joy. People, you know, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: expressing who they are. So... Hey, mm-hmm. okay. we
0: want more of that exactly <laughs> more positive thinking but not in that uh way of you have to think positive it's just genuine yeah. genuine positive um optimism there's more of that vibe um definitely coming in on this lunation so uh and and yeah. more to more to go yeah
1: exactly and and you know Uh, just like you were talking about AOC, Mm -hmm. um, you know, this whole idea is you can, you could, you know, you could turn around and say, what can I do? I haven't any power or you can get in and make a difference and then get voted in and then start bringing in these new ideas that people think are crazy or odd or wild, but suddenly you're bringing in hope and people are like, wow, there's somebody doing stuff. They're not just sitting there going, what can I do, right? Mm-hmm. They're, and they're having a good time, and they're sharing it with us. And so this kind of energy just spreads, right? They say yeah. we, are the, uh, we are the sun, I mean, energetically and uh, on the monetary terms and all different terms of the people, the five people we hang out with. Yeah. And so if we're hanging out with these kind of people because they're sparking something inside of us, it's changing us.
0: Yeah, Exactly. Shall we move on to the symbols? Or do you have anything more to say about there? Uh...
1: I don't think I have anything more to say. No, I don't think um, uh, Except maybe just mentioning for people who are curious about the imbalc or who don't know, you know, this is a great time to plant a seed or, you know, when you're pregnant mm-hmm. with the idea of fertile. This is a fertile time where you can plant those seeds of truth or hope and maybe you don't know exactly what it looks like I think a lot of times people put a lot of emphasis on, oh, but you've got to know the path and what it all looks like. And Mm -hmm. the truth is you don't. You just need to have a a genuine desire, curiosity to create this thing that's coming through you and put that seed out, right? Do this energy, dance to this. This is great time to actually celebrate dance, you know, have a little ceremony, welcome the, 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 amazing miracle that we can mm. plant something and that it grows you yeah, know with the help whole for, all
0: anybody, of this. for anybody that doesn't know these words it's i-m-b-o-l-c if you want to look it up in bulk um and talking about curiosity of course we kind of glossed over the fact that mercury is conjunct this new moon and mercury is all about curiosity especially in another air sign um because it rules Gemini. Um, Normally, yeah. so it's a very it is a very curious exploratory new moon. A lot of it's also you know we talk about New Year's resolutions and goal setting and all those kind of things. This act this new moon is actually way more suited to. Um, I'm going to call it future visioning. Not not having this. I'm going to do this on this day and I'm going to earn this much money by this. But it's this overall big vision. It's um, a very a very good time to do that if you um want to do that to create set intention to to really vision this future how you want it to be and i'm not talking about having a new car particularly unless <laughs> yes because really this is about to.
1: engaging right this yes is about engaging with the earth engaging with the spirits engaging with the the desire within you yeah that, it may not even have a name, but this is the idea that you want to dance and celebrate and bring that energy out. So that, to me, is what service is about, of being yeah. a steward to, you know, this having a joyful attitude where you go, you know what, whatever this experience is going to be like, I'm going to make the most of it. I'm just going to enjoy it. I'm going to experience it. Even if shitty things happen, it's okay, because I am going to feast on the life i had instead of sitting there in the back going if only i had a better something 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 right
0: (laughs) anyway the symbols
1: (laughs) indeed all right
0: jen's going to start with the sabian symbol and then i will read the chandra symbol
1: okay so aquarius 16 a big businessman at his desk. This is a symbol of personal stability through organizational powers, explain, what? Emphasized in terms of an efficient participation in everyday, oh, sorry, I'm having issues here, affairs. The main Maintenance of the position or advantage of an individual may win among his fellow fellows requires a constant attention to his fundamental interests through the continual ebb and flow of circumstance, and he is generally successful as he remains undisturbed within himself throughout the ramifying vicissitudes. Personality is developed as it is challenged to prove itself. Mm. The key word is accomplishment. Mm. When positive, the degree is effective self-realization through achievement of consequence. And when negative, ambitious superficiality. Mm
0: now mercury is very much about organization as well by the way so you know we have this new moon conjunct mercury i find that kind of a bit of a puzzler that symbol for me really
1: well i think that yeah it is a puzzle but you know for me it i think it, it speaks to some of the stuff we were talking about like this is in a sense, uh, a businessman or a business person or somebody who has an intention. Let's just say it's an intentional idea that we want to accomplish things. And Mm. the only way we can do it is by focusing. I'm sitting at my desk, I'm working on my thing. I'm not being distracted by Mm. somebody else wanting me to look over here or come and try that. Mm. It's very much... What am I building? What am I focusing? What am I establishing? It's like those steps up. It feels very um, um, remembering that uh, isn't Saturn? The, yeah, Saturn is the old ruler of uh, Aquarius, so yes. that's very Saturnian, right? Yeah, it that's is. Very, yeah, yeah, yeah. That aspect. Hmm. So, accomplishment. What do we want to accomplish? Right. I yeah. think that's something we feel good when we've accomplished something. We always say that. Like, I mean, I do, right? Maybe because of yours.
0: Yeah, we do. We feel, um, yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. Like completing things and accomplishing things.
1: Yeah, so, and feeling those steps. Like, oh, yeah. here's an idea. I'm actually taking that idea to fruition.
0: Mm. Hmm. Okay, so the Chandra symbol, Aquarius 16. Uh, ground up gemstones to be used as medicine. So, well, just initially before I read it all, that kind of really um, speaks to me of taking something really old and making something new of it. But, <laughs> but um, the the whole symbol is very Aquarian. Um, technical proficiency across a broad spe- spectrum of forms and ways, knowing how to do just about anything you are you are involved with the precise combinations in a dazzling display of capacity you seek to find new ways innovations and fresh approaches yet you are steeped in tradition and ancient wisdom somewhat swept away with the whole enterprise where the mere linear intelligence takes charge and views everything on its terms intent upon results looking for proof Insistent that the objective, factual, practical realities are everything. You feel compelled by your vantage point to apply a fierce ideology to every manifest particular, seeing examples, variations, confirmations, and validations of the theory, the principle, the standpoint, driving home verbally, brilliantly, the argument. Caught in the dialectics of truth and falsehood and comprehensively enclosed within a one-sided and self-justifying thrust of mind that is so good at playing this game that you will win and prevail. Yet something is missing, much is denied. I kind of feel like that's a bit of a warning, that last bit, <laughs> you know, to, <laughs> to not throw out, you know, it's, it's all full of like, full of these new ideas, these innovations, these, these, I am, um, these innovative, creative kind of things. And yet if we're not careful, we get so caught up in these new ideas and things. We do throw out the baby with the bathwater that we've talked about. Um, some of the old things and I did have a thought going back to Jen's card right at the start, um, with the Sphinx and the um, pyramid. For those of you that are interested in old myths and old traditions and old ways, I think this—I um, think there might be something to learn from um, the Egyptian cosmology and and myths in this uh, lunation, if you're so inclined. Um, taking those old ways. Um, and bringing them into the new ways. So, yes,
1: and you know that's a great point. And it just when I was listening to you talking about the gem eating, you know, crushed gems, I just thought it sounded exactly like the big business man sitting at his desk to me. It's this very similar kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Of course, we don't want to think about that big business bad. but really, if we think about a successful person in business, uh, that's what they do who's an innovator right not is a leader who who creates something new they focus on what they're bringing in uh, and again it's the rigidity we have to be careful of the two different like that scale of what what's coming through are we getting focused on um, kind of the shiny bits are we really letting the whole energy of this idea come through and looking at all the parts and then really kind of piecing the pieces together as if we're building something together or mm. we're just running with some shiny thing i want it to be like this and you know or the reverse going like to the pyramids and going well it has to be exactly the way they did it right? mm-hmm. because of course that's bullshit you can't you it's not recreate <laughs> Recre- what well, it would be fake recreation right you don't know what they did or why they did it i mean i remember i saw this article once it was very funny it struck me because they were showing you know they were showing these people from the past in these um outfits like this is how they dress mm-hmm. and uh like their costumes and people go but those were not costumes those were their actual clothes right they weren't dressing up right and it was like you oh, that's true like we go and we dress up and we put up all this you know Costume stuff, but that's all bullshit. Like, we must wear the clothes we wear and we must adapt this, taking the good parts that make sense Mm -hmm. and bringing it into the now, right? And that's kind of what you've been saying and I've been saying and we've all been saying. Yep. In the. uh... (laughs) Right? It's like, yeah, we look to the past, but we also look to the present. How does it fit together and what's the future? Like, where are we going, right? We're not going backwards. So we yeah, need to adapt
0: for And if you think about the mix of fire and air, just to go back to that, you know, it's air really fans flames. We are and up and as I said before as well, all the planets are direct until the beginning of March. This is real, like fast forward. Okay, time to get on with it. It's kind of a very exciting, I think.
1: <laughs> it is, it is very exciting. Very promising and wonderful. Yeah. Uh, Remembering, you know, whatever you're doing, you know, if you're eating crushed crystals or you're sitting at your desk, mm-hmm. you're applying yourself to what you want to accomplish. Exactly. So you're doing what's needed, and remembering, you don't need to rebuild what's already been created. And a laugh because uh, the uh, president made the comment of the U.S. made the comment about, oh, he loves wars; they're med- medieval. Uh, invention which they're not a medieval invention, but anyway uh uh but what about tire th- uh what did he say wheels wheels are medieval that's not a medieval either but true we still <laughs> use wheels right but we don't use them in the same way we don't yep. have rocks so originally wheels were made to turn for pottery and stuff like that so um we have wheels but they don't look the same Mm. Right? and they, they don't function the same way so we have to move with the times, with the innovation and adapt as well as recognizing like wow this round shape does work it's uh, you know it's great for moving things
0: <laughs> oh we had to end on a high note with his uh,
1: <laughs> <words>. <laughs> well i think it's funny I to me this I is know. funny even though i know there's a lot of pain involved No, we got to look at the funny side of it. Oh, we do, do. and
0: I thought that was funny as well. So (laughs) good, good. (laughs) (laughs) So one last reminder before we uh, kind of tell you where you can find us that we have our webcast coming up. I don't think I mentioned the date. It's on July the thirty-first. I mean, July, January. January the 31st, so it's it's just over a week's time, and um, it's at 12 p.m. Pacific, and you can actually find uh, the page for it on my website, louiseeddington.com forward slash recreate wholeness, or you can contact us for the link, as we mentioned already. So, Jen, where can people find you? Just quickly go over again i know we mentioned it at the start
1: yes uh you can find me everywhere facebook you can look up my name instagram youtube gender shen.com and my um group on facebook is the light club of the woo woo weirdos of the world
0: <laughs> and you can <laughs> find me at louise eddington.com louise eddington on facebook louise eddington astrologer facebook page a free Facebook group, Planetary Magic Cafe. I'm also on Medium.com uh, as Louise Eddington, where I write every day, and Patreon. I have a Patreon too. So, so I think that's us covered everything for this one. Um, you know, look forward to February the fourth. Get uh, prepared to really kind of uh, let your winds of fire and everything go through your mind and really kind of blast forward into the rest of this amazing year that we've got coming up so for now it's goodbye from Lou goodbye from Jen